Hello, and welcome to another episode of Rainbow Mormon Podcast. My name is Danny Caldwell, and I'm your host. Uh, This is episode 9, and the date is May 14th, 2019. If you've been enjoying Rainbow Mormon Podcast, please reach out, let me know. I love to hear from people. Go to our website, rainbowmormon.org, make a donation. We survive off of donations from, from our listeners. Also, check out the other podcast in the Mormon Discussions full lineup, which you can find on all of your podcast listening apps. Also, check us out on Facebook. I post a lot of you know little thoughts and things there uh, at Rainbow Mormon Podcast on Facebook. You can also email me at rainbowmormon at gmail.com. Like I said, I'd love to hear from you. Love to hear your stories. Uh, love to hear what you're thinking about what's being said. Um, love to have more discussion about what's what's going on because there's a lot there's a lot that's going on um i can't even keep up on it i've been busy and there's like stuff that i need to talk about that i just keep i want to come and do another podcast talk about something and then there's something else that's going on still need to talk about the valedictorian at byu who came out in his commencement speech but i'm going to have to get to that later because today i feel like this is more important so yesterday I just started seeing the post that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in their newsroom on uh, mormonnewsroom.org um, made a statement, and this was just put out yesterday, which is, the statement is titled, The Church Expresses Support for Fairness for All Approach. Equality Act Provides No Protections for Religious Freedom. So the Equality Act, which is is in the process right now of becoming law a federal law the current status of that on march 13th 2019 representative dave uh siceline um democrat of rhode island i'm sure i just slaughtered his last name Um, but he introduced the the act um, the equality act of 2019 to the house of representatives and the bill was uh, passed by the House Judiciary Committee by a vote of 22 to 10. So what what is this Equality Act? And I, I don't claim to know everything about it. I am, I try to keep up on politics. I am not the savviest in them. But what we know is that 30 states um, currently do not provide protection for LGBT individuals. And this goes back to the Equality Act of 1964, which stated protected rights for um for race, sex, or most of the time, um, another other protected classes, but um, gender and sexual orientation were not part of that. So this would amend that so that protections were provided for LGBT individuals on a federal level. Right now, certain states provide those protections, but federally they do not. So the Equality Act which would give these protections to LGBT community as part of federal law, it's failed twice on Capitol Hill. It's been trying to get through since 2015. But the bill is heading back to Congress. It's likely will pass the Democratic-held House, but it's likely going to fail in the Senate, or at least have a difficult time. So how, how does this all relate to the church? The, as this has been gaining ground, I mean, right now there are... Uh, 161 corporate sponsors of the bill with 3.7 trillion dollars in revenue with operations across 50 states 
Um, some of these companies include Apple, Amazon, Google, IBM, Facebook, Twitter. So a lot of huge companies are supporting this. So it's it's seen a good chance of making movement, um, whereas it hasn't in in the past. So since suddenly there's this movement and it's looking like this could pass, the church has suddenly come out with a statement on this. They put out this statement on the Mormon newsroom that's called Church Express Support for Fairness for All Approach. Equality Act provides no protections for religious freedom. So what what is the Equality Act supposed to do? The Equality Act is intended to provide consistent and explicit non-discrimination protections for LGBTQ people across key areas of life, including employment, housing, credit, education, public spaces and services, federally funded programs, and jury service. So most people look at that and say, well, why why wouldn't we? And as you hear the church's statement, you might still be wondering that. So I want to read through this statement and just kind of give my thoughts on it. So the church starts out saying, the, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is deeply concerned that the ongoing conflicts between religious liberty and LGBT rights is poisoning our civil discourse, eroding the free exercise of religion, and preventing diverse Americans of goodwill from living together in respect and peace. Lawmakers across the nation, including members of Congress, are working to enact or strengthen laws that ensure LGBT persons fair access to important rights, such as non-discrimination in areas like housing, employment, and appropriate public accommodations. The church is on record favoring reasonable measures that secure such rights. Okay, so that, that first paragraph is kind of, in my opinion, kind of all over the place. First of all, the, the the wording that they've used in there, the conflicts between religious liberty and LGBT rights is poisoning our civil discourse. Basically, what I'm hearing there is as LGBT people are trying to be treated fairly and like any other human being, the church feels that that is poisoning the civil discourse. And they go on to say eroding the free exercise of religion and preventing diverse Americans of goodwill from living together in respect and peace. What, what I hear there is the church is feeling threatened by this for, for some reason, and we'll talk about what some of those reasons are. But what they don't seem to grasp is that this is what they've done to LGBT people for years and years. Um, they haven't shown respect. They haven't shown peace. They haven't shown an ability to live together. But now when they feel like they're being threatened a little bit, suddenly it's, whoa, whoa, now we can't we can't have this. When someone else is being hurt, it doesn't matter. But when it feels like they are, then suddenly we got to put our foot down. In the last sentence there, they say, the church is on record favoring reasonable measures that secure such rights. Um, that word reasonable, they throw that in there and that makes me feel like a second-class citizen. So reasonable. So give them some rights, but whoa, don't give them too many rights because that might infringe on what I want in, in my life. Keep in mind, and what this will address has nothing to do with religious beliefs. Um, this isn't talking about um, forcing um, churches to 
you know, perform marriages and sealings to gay couples in the temple. That's not what this is talking about. As we read it, it's talking about um, non-discrimination in employment, housing, credit, education, public spaces, and service, federally funded programs, and jury service. So what is the threat? Let's continue reading what the church has to say. So they go on. At the same time, we urgently need laws that protect the rights of individuals and faith communities to freely gather, speak out publicly, serve faithfully, and live openly according to their religious beliefs without discrimination or retaliation, even when those beliefs may be unpopular. This includes the right of religious organizations and religious schools to establish faith-based employment and admission standards and to preserve the religious nature of their activities and properties. So, first of all, I think it's interesting. It keeps talking about these faith communities. It's like, do they really think that these people, the LGBT community, aren't part of their community already? Do they know how many gay people are part of their church? They pretend like we're this, I don't know, this other group that just kind of exists alongside. I'm sorry to tell you that we're here. And while I've left the church, there are many who haven't that live among you that attend your church meetings, that pay tithing, who serve faithfully. But I think it's interesting that where they say, I mean, it comes out what this is all about. When they say this includes the right of religious organizations and religious schools to establish faith-based employment and admission standards. There it is. We don't want to have to admit gay people to BYU, is what this comes down to. Because uh, if this passes, there can be no discrimination to an LGBT person based on their sexuality from being admitted to BYU. Which, once again, hate to tell you, Mormon Church, you've got a ton of gay people attending BYU right now, including gay people who are out, who are dating, who are engaged to members of the same sex, who are sexually active. These people exist at BYU, um, and it's not a small number. You already are admitting these people to your school. Um, you just do that, and these people have to hide. And unfortunately, what this causes to happen, for the most part, is you've got a gay person who's going to BYU, terrified that if they come out, they're going to be kicked out of school. How does that person express love and their sexuality in a healthy way? Straight people at BYU, they can date, they can get married, they can do all these things. Someone who is gay has to just be celibate. Okay, Some are doing that, many are not. At the very least, most are viewing pornography, and many are, they're not dating because dating or having a, a monogamous partner or to be engaged to somebody, that puts them at risk of being caught. So they go to anonymous chat sites and anonymous hookup sites, and they're having unsafe sex with strangers because that's the only way that they can see of being able to live authentically, to be able to express their sexuality without getting kicked out. Doing it healthily, having a partner and expressing actual love and not just lust puts them at risk. Going and doing these anonymous sex acts with strangers is safer. So what they're doing by 
these kinds of policies is actually just creating a very, very unhealthy um, culture. And and what this all comes down to, the reason they're fighting this is they're so scared that they're going to have to admit gay people to BYU um, as if they're not already doing that. So going on with what they have to say. Um, this does not represent a change or shift in church doctrine regarding marriage or chastity. It does represent a desire to bring people together, to protect the rights of all, and to encourage mutually respectful dialogue and outcomes in this highly polarized national debate. Explain to me, how does this bring people together? This sounds like what is causing major problem. Protect rights for all? You're all for protecting rights for all when suddenly your rights are threatened. When it's not inflicting you on your rights, we're not worried about it. Um, and I'm sure the church would cite that they have supported um, fair housing laws in the state of Utah, fair housing and employment laws in the state of Utah, which is great. Um, but this goes beyond that. It still is seen. They control so much in this state that by this type of attitude. It doesn't matter if an LGBT person is part of the church or involved in the church or not. They are treated as second-class citizens because of this kind of, of talk. Um, this doesn't bring people together, and it doesn't protect rights of all. Um, you having to fairly admit people to BYU, that's not protecting your rights, um, your right to discriminate and to... Because really, like, who wants to go to BYU? Okay, most gay people who are out and actively gay, they don't want to go to BYU. Okay, people who want to go to BYU are typically returned missionaries, faithful LDS individuals who are trying their best to live the gospel. And this type of attitude causes these kids to come here. They're gay, they're struggling with their sexuality, trying to figure out who they are, and realizing that this isn't going away, but I have to keep this hidden because it's this horrible thing. This causes suicide, this causes depression, this causes self-hate, this causes unsafe sexuality. Um, this causes problems. This discrimination causes actually more problems for the church and what they're trying to create than it prevents. And it doesn't, as far as I understand, I don't think anything would change. Um, they still can have standards as far as you come here you're agreeing to these things what it's saying is that you can't tell someone because they're gay they can't come here they can still be held to certain standards um, as everybody else is as long as that is an equal thing um, so really what's changing you admit gay people to BYU as it is so I don't understand what the change would be and what they're so afraid of please let me know if you have any insight into that um, so going on, conflicts between rights are common and nothing new. When conflicts arise between religious freedom and LGBT rights, the church advocates a balance, fairness for all approach that protects the most important rights for everyone while seeking reasonable, respectful compromises in areas of conflict. Okay, I don't see the compromise. It's do what we want, not what you want. That's not a compromise. The church never compromises on things. It's what they want, and if they don't like it, in the state of Utah, if a bill passes that they don't like, they influence the legislation in Utah, 
the Utah legislature to make changes. So the people will vote on something and then the church will make suggestions and the legislators um, adjust what was voted on based on what the church says because most of the legislators in Utah are LDS. That's not a compromise, that's control. So they, they want this us to seek reasonable, respectful compromise. And they go on to say that the church affirms this as the best way to overcome sharp divisions over these issues. So I don't understand what it is that they are wanting change. So we provide equal opportunity and rights for all, or we don't. They want it their way or no way goes on the church supported the 2015 fairness for all legislation in the utah legislature that successfully protected both religious freedom and lgbt rights in employment and housing and that has helped facilitate greater understanding and respect and as i mentioned earlier they did support that and i think that's great um, but what they want is they want to keep these things separate so we'll support your protection as long as it doesn't affect us at all well you know what it affects you because you're way too involved in the politics and the culture in a state. That's the problem. Um, you don't want it to affect you. Stay out of politics. Stay out of, of the culture to the extent that you do. Um, as I've said multiple times in the podcast, like it's, I can't get away from it, even if I wanted to. It's part of the culture here. So this attitude of that we can create this division that protects both i think that is possible but i think there needs to be a greater division between church and state in the state of utah because there isn't a division here so going on it says the equality act now before congress is not balanced and does not meet the standards of fairness for all while providing extremely broad protections for lgbt rights it's the equality act provides no protections for religious freedom it would instead repeal long-standing religious rights under the Federal Religious Freedom Restoration Act, threaten religious employment standards, devastate religious education, defund numerous religious charities, and impose secular standards on religious activities and properties. The church joins other religious organizations that also strongly oppose the Equality Act as unbalanced, fundamentally unfair, and a path to further conflict. Look at this. They're worried about religious employment standards what they don't seem to grasp it's like do you know how many gay people you have employed okay i know many um you don't know that because they're scared to death to tell you that um, there are tons of gay people that are employed by the lds church there are tons and tons of students that are that are enrolled at church schools i mean it says this religious employment standards will devastate religious education devastate Okay, it's not going to change anything. You already have these kids there. You just don't know. They just have to hide. What would change is that they don't have to hide anymore. I think it's it's a lot of scare tactics. They, I remember these same things when they were fighting the uh, marriage equality with Prop 8 and other things in the past. There was always this talk of how it will destroy the traditional family and that it's just going to devastate society guess what it's not there are lots of gay families with kids and they're raising them and guess what nothing has changed it hasn't devastated society 
in a lot of ways it's made it better there are a lot of kids who didn't have homes who now have loving homes that they belong to there are kids who weren't being adopted that are now being adopted there are kids who are being passed around in foster care that have now been taken into loving homes this is this sounds like a good thing these are scare tactics saying this is going to devastate things the truth is i don't think anything's going to change that much i think we'll all go on our way and nothing's really going to change so they conclude in this press release saying the church calls upon members of congress to pass legislation that vigorously protects religious freedom while also protecting basic civil rights for lgbt persons it is time for wise policymakers to end this destructive conflict and protect the rights of all americans okay once again it's interesting that suddenly when their rights are being threatened or at least perceived to be threatened that's when it's important to protect rights for all um, it wasn't important to protect rights for all until they felt threatened so what i'd like to is ask the church to take a step back and look at what is going on within your your own church your church is falling apart and it's over this issue and you just keep fighting this and keep fighting this and keep fighting this um, there are kids within your ranks who are killing themselves at record numbers. Okay, there are marriages ending at record numbers. There are people leaving the church in droves. Um, something is not right. This is not... You're, you're fighting to hold these things true. And I honestly believe... I think that, that someone missed the mark on this issue at some point along the way because this isn't working in your favor you know it should be and that what's been taught that you know the church will continue to grow it'll fill every continent and that if people live the gospel they'll be happy uh, none of this is is true and there doesn't seem to be any kind of concern to fix this to save lives to save this organization it seems like some old men who have some pretty big grudges that they are adamant to to enforce i just wanted to talk about that briefly since it's something that is current in the media love to hear your thoughts on it like i said i am not a politician i try to keep up on things i don't always understand what bills are saying but i'd love to hear your thoughts love to hear um, any insights that you have and i'd love to hear from those of you who have some insight in favor of what I'm saying. Um, most of the people who respond are those who are not in favor of what I'm saying. So I'd love to hear from those of you who are in favor of the things that you're hearing. Love to know that um, your support is there because uh, I don't hear a lot of that. I know you're there because you're listening to the podcast, you're liking Rainbow Mormon on Facebook, but I'm just not hearing a lot from you. And I'd love for you to be more part of the discussion. Please follow the, the discussions taking place on our website, rainbowmormon.org. Send me an email with your thoughts. I'd love to share them on the podcast. Love to hear your responses to um, some of the negative things that we hear on the website. So with that said, this is uh, Danny Caldwell, your host of Rainbow Mormon Podcast. Thanks for listening. And I forward to hear from from you and hopefully we'll have another podcast out shortly so stay tuned and we'll um, see you next time and until then always remember to love yourself and be yourself <laughs>